Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to another podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden. I'll be joined by David Cole in what is our fifth episode of the EKN Outlap. It's the new preview podcast that we launched just before the Super Nationals last November. Uh, episode number five, uh, January the 22nd now, actually. Uh, here in 2020, uh, Dave and I getting set to head out onto the road on Thursday for the event that we'll be talking about today. And again, this podcast, essentially the brand new preview podcast, we launched it last year, as I said. The idea is to kind of give you uh, an audio preview of the event we got coming up. We're going to go through just the event itself, some of the notes that we have. We'll walk you through the categories, kind of look at some of the names, some of the drivers, uh, the amount of drivers, that kind of thing. Just an opportunity for those of you who may be tuning into the ECAN Radio Network this weekend to listen to the live coverage from the Challenge of the Americas opener in Tucson, Arizona. That's the event we're talking about here today. And this EKN Outlap brought to you by Atlanta Motorsports Park. In Las Vegas this past November, at the Rock the Rio finale and the Supercarts USA Super Nationals, Formula K reigned supreme, winning the headline shifter cart main events at both races. Atlanta Motorsports Park is the North American importer and distributor for the Formula K and Praga chassis, and they have 2020 carts in stock to support their new dealers. AMP also has previous year models in inventory available for racers who want a winning chassis at a discounted price of up to 40% off. Contact them directly for pricing and head to atlantamotorsportspark.com slash karting to learn more about Formula K, Praga, and AMP's karting program. All right, David. Um, my first event was uh, what, a week and a half ago when I, we traveled to Homestead for the first round of the Supercarts USA Winter Series down in Homestead. You went on the, on the couch for essentially two months doing hardly anything. Actually, we've been been busting our ass, but it's been too much. It's been two months in the office, dude. You you must be, you must be itching to get the hell out of there. I'm lucky I got a haircut, so I'm at least clean that way. Uh, I do shower every day, so I'm not actually on the couch doing nothing as you, as you quoted. Um, I'm I'm not fat either. I actually weighed myself. I'm still 200 pounds. I thought I gained like 20. I felt like I did. Maybe it's just because I haven't been around the sun. I haven't been around the fumes of of <laughs> tires squealing and and gas burning. So uh, maybe maybe that's the issue. Did you go overboard a little bit at Christmas? If you if you thought well, you were going to be a little heavier, did you did you go hard at Christmas? Eat chow down. Who or what? doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't go? I mean, when you're doing two weeks of just nonstop eating and drinking, it, it kind of adds up. That's and true. That's true. Not you, you throw Thanksgiving on top of that the month before. You know, coming. Yeah. Coming back from from Supercarts USA, Super Nationals. So you're kind of just, you know, the last two months have been, it's been nonstop action, uh, but yet still in this cold ass weather. <laughs> yeah, but listen, here's the thing. You're going to roll into the uh, GRR airport uh, on Thursday afternoon. You're going to jump on a plane, 70, it'd be, it'd be uh, low 70s in Tucson. We've got racing for us this weekend. We always like getting back to the Challenge of the Americas because they got such a fantastic atmosphere. Andy Saisman and his whole crew there. It's the family, right? It's the Challenge of the Americas family. Uh, looking forward to it. Number one, great atmosphere. Fantastic race. Third year with the Rock program for Andy's Coda Series. And then one of the best tracks that you and I love going to. Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. Just a, The track is so racy. We're up top there. What, essentially, like a third-story uh, sniper's nest, if you will. Like we're up top there in that in a small little tower. We get to see everything. Great vantage points and a tremendous racetrack. All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with that. Uh, it is kind of like a sniper, a little. Uh, except you're out in the open. You can't. We can't really exactly hide from anything. No, There's no yeah. camouflage uh, for no, our tower, right. but everybody can see where we're at. Uh, yeah, great, great uh, racetrack to 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 watch racing and to be part of. Uh, great staff that is the family of the Challenge of the Americas and and looking forward to getting there. And as you said, great weather on the horizon. So uh, it should be uh, a weekend not to not to miss out on. You know, David, I've been doing this for 25 years now. And I, I, what I, I love every time during our podcast where we kind of get to talk about how long something's been going because we have longevity. You know, 10 years with the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. This is the 13th season of the challenge of the Americas. Andy obviously built something a number of years ago 
and it's, he's had to work through the you know the, the transition from Rotax to Rock. It's the third year under the Rock Cup USA banner. But the stability he's put together and the growth that he's been able to build after that transition, um, it's just a great program for people in the West. Yeah, he built a series from scratch. Uh, he had a little regional program going uh, back in in 2008 when he launched Challenge in the Americas. And it grew to, to uh, one of the leading international programs in North America here. And, and obviously the transition from Rotax to Rock has been uh, was was something that he had to hurdle and he did. Uh, he got growth from year one to year two. And now the the mission is to gain growth again from year two to year three. Um, any type of growth is good. Um, it might not be the, the big numbers I think we saw last year because a lot of people flocked over. Uh, but there will be growth, and we're seeing it uh, in the entry list that uh, we received for this this weekend. Yeah, we'll get to that in in a, in a couple of minutes, Dave. Let's start talking about the the racetrack itself now, because uh, Musselman Honda Circuit in Tucson it's held some big big races. Uh, he starts the karting back in the day, scoots a Pro Tour, uh, as we've talked about already, Challenge in Americas, twelve turns, eight tenths of a mile. We run it counterclockwise. Uh, the track is essentially a replica of the Suzuka South Circuit in Japan. Uh, again, passing in, in virtually every corner of the racetrack. That's one of the amazing things about this particular track. Every corner of the racetrack has an opportunity for you to get by somebody. It's just a matter of of planning it correctly and, and accomplishing that task. Um, my favorite is, uh, is coming up to the checkered flag. You have the long back straightaway. And then you have a, a tight left-hander and then a tight right-hander, both of which are uphill. So it's you got to have the power, you got to have the momentum, you got to have the ability to uh, to work past that driver if you want to come through uh, with the victory. And you know what I'll add to that, David? The thing about it too is the way that left-right uh, setup is coming to the end of the, you're downhill, then left, and kind of back to the uphill, then the right. It's almost it's not even just a straight ninety. I think it's a, it's a little bit more. Is if you do defend to the inside. And get try to get through that corner. You're inevitably going to push wide at the exit. We get the and you get the double over unders, right? Because it's the over under to come through the one corner, and then the over under potentially to come back through the final corner of the racetrack. I love uh, going to Tucson. Uh, and for you and I, let's just let's jump into this real quick. It's our ninth season bringing the EK and Trackside Live program to the challenge as well. It's uh, we've got a great relationship with Andy and his crew. But you know, I'll just say this right now. You can talk about it, but it just. Uh, we thank Andy for again showing his like, his confidence and support in what we do. He brought us in in 2012, which ironically was the first time uh, the series visited the Tucson facility. Um, so yeah, we've been now with him for eight years, entering now our ninth season, uh, producing Ecan Trackside live coverage of Challenge of the Americas. Um, so we've been at Tucson every time they've been there. Uh, they've been at, they were at, it was absent from the schedule in 2018. So uh, the series is visiting there for the eighth time. So we've had to have been there at least, I don't I want to say at least 13 or 14 times that we've been to this facility. Uh, so it's been, a, it's, it's, it's one of the regular stops, I guess you could say on the EKN trackside live schedule. We will jump in and, and have a look at the, uh, the, the numbers from last year. We'll talk a bit about the winners from last year. We'll then go into uh, 2020, but after this break, David, let's have a look at the official event schedule. Thursday, unofficial practice. Drivers will be getting on there to get some laps in. Official practice on Friday. Five total sessions, but I think one of the cool things that Andy kind of brought in a number of years ago was that extended session, the hot pit session at the end. We'll have our happy hour with Howden um, live show during that particular deal. We'll recall the times. We'll have Greg Bell sitting in with us, and Andy Saisman will sit in as one of our guests during the happy hour. But that final session is something that I think a lot of people love about the challenge where you get the shorter sessions during the day, but at the end, you get to have that longer session where you can come into the hot pit, make adjustments and go right back out. Incredibly useful. And you can also get a couple of longer runs in there if you want to find out how your chassis is going to handle, how the the setup is going to come in later in the run. Well, it's 17 minutes long uh, this coming weekend. So it gives, as you said, the drivers and and crew plenty of opportunity to accomplish different tasks. Some go in looking for outright speed, trying to get a different qualifying setup. Um, obviously, you can't change tires, so that's one of the uh, the uh, hampers, I guess, as you can say, looking at it, going at and trying to get fast lap, uh, like a qualifying lap. Um, some, and, But again, others use it as, as more of a, a, a way to gauge what the, 
what the track and the chassis is doing long, long run and seeing, yep. uh, you know, a five lap run or a 10 lap run, even what the, what the cart does and how they can improve, uh, on that pace. Saturday and Sunday, both the uh, main event days, six rounds in total over the three weekends. So we run two full days of racing, uh, both Saturday and Sunday qualifying pre-final and final again, six rounds uh, to, to set up to see who will win the championship. Once we wrap up Sunday in Sonoma in March, now heading into this, this podcast this outlap podcast. I did have a chance to, to connect with Andy Saisman at the shop at FTK full throttle karting in orange, California, before they loaded the trailer, before they rolled to Tucson, Andy and I sat down for a quick chat. Andy, thank you so much for joining me here on the EKN Outlap. I appreciate it. I know that uh, last couple of days here in the office, in the shop at FTK, but uh, loading things up and you getting ready to head to Tucson or what? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Rob. Uh, thanks for having me. You're right. It's uh, it's that last minute push that all of us the, in this business go through, whether you're the organizer or uh, or a shop or a team owner or whatever. I mean, we all we all have those. <laughs> We all have our plan in mind of our schedule, and then we just like a racing budget. It gets thrown out the window when it's time to actually get wheels on the road, right? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, the the one thing you always have, you know, David, uh, of course, and I have discussed it here on the podcast already, uh, is the simple fact that one of the constants that you always have, you never know, obviously, with teams and whatever drivers who are coming, you know some of them. You had the Ro- Rotax program for the while. You know, that was a constant, but now you're, you know, the Rocks, your, your base foundation. But the constant that you have with your program, wherever you go, you know the staff you have, and you know that you're going to be able to turn the, you know, open the door, start this thing up, and walk away and let your staff handle it. Hey, I, I love that walking away. Um, that's that's my favorite part of the whole <laughs> well, thing. You, you listen, <laughs> but you do right. That's one of the things. One of the things you've been able to do, and and we talked about this too, is you're you don't get involved in what happens on the racetrack. Once things started, you let no, them handle the program. I mean, I, I I set up the chess pieces and let the game play out, right? So uh, so I have yeah. I have all my all my guys and gals, and they've been with me, like you said, for for a really really long time. And uh, customers know what they're going to get when they come to a challenge race for sure. They know the atmosphere is going to be great. You know, we're going to have a we're going to have a great time. You know, the racing on track is going to be fierce. They also know the officiating is going to be extremely fair and professional. Um, and it's like I said, by and large, it's been the, the, the same folks for a long time. We were, we actually added a staff member this year. Did I tell you that? No, I did not. Fill me in. So we're adding uh, we're adding another uh, assistant race director. So it's always been Taylor Jocelyn and Mark Michione have been my number one and number two. Um, and then uh, you know Casey Cook, uh, longtime racer, driver coach, etc., is my flag man. Um, uh, you know, so he functions as an on track assistant race director as well. But so this year. Um, I decided, you know, as this program builds and we need to get even step it up to another level, I want to I want to step Mark into maybe some of a steward's role. I mean, we don't have the budget, you know, to spend on on you know camera officiating and all the stewards yeah. offices yeah. and all, all the stuff that you know the sports kind of get into. But it, for old school guys like me, it might be a little overkill. But um, anyway, Mark, you know, Mark is great in that steward's role, and if I can pull Mark off the track, you know at least sometimes when folks want to talk about a protest or a penalty, it doesn't affect what we do on track. So we've actually, as we all know, our racing staffs aren't getting any younger, but, uh, but I, I, I pulled a guy um, in uh, Tyler Brooks, uh, old, yeah. uh, old young, young masters racer when he raced, but uh, you know, a kid that a kid to me, but grew up racing from the time he was eight years old, raced, you know, nationally till he was 20 you know, you see him all the time, race the big road tax races or IKF or whatnot. And uh, he's been, you know, got married and got a regular life. And now he's itching to get back uh, into karting, but wants to do it on the other side of the fence. So I'm bringing Tyler uh, to our side of the fence and become an assistant race director. I like that. Always, uh, It's always good to have experience, right? I think that when when you're off the track and whatever's happened as a racer, myself, as yourself, when you talk to that person laying down the uh, the penalty, it's nice to have that person be an ex-racer who has experience and can say, listen, I was in your position. I understand what you did, but this is what happened. So, no, I, I, I love that. It's a great addition there. Um, sure obviously, with the outlap here. Sorry, I got I got two junior dads and, a, and an ex-national uh, ex, uh, level racer. So, I think our staff's pretty good as far That's as true. That's right. You're right. You do. That's that's right. I mean, in Taylor and and Mark, I love that. All right, it's the Outlap Podcast. We're previewing the Tucson event. Of course, we can talk more about the whole season too in your little segment here. But Tucson, Cal Speed, Sonoma. Uh, that's the lineup for the cat for the. We'll talk about pre entries in a second. But then the interesting things is that I think and you and I have talked about this before. 
normally when you have a, a season like this, uh, a, a three race program, you know, again, Andy's working at the shop. I love the fact that this is live and the uh, the phone's ringing. Um, first race, big, so it starts to get a little bit, you know, less entries all the way down. It's going to be different this year. I have, a, I have a sneaking feeling that Tucson might be your lowest entry, and then Calspe could be the next one, and then your finale could be the biggest weekend of the, of the series this year. Oh, absolutely. You think? It's absolutely how it's going to go. You know, Tucson, it, it's it's always a, a funny place. Um, we, we've started here for years, and, yeah, it, it seems to be our lowest turnout, which is crazy because it's an unbelievable track, the way it races. I mean, you've been there yeah. many, many years, and then um, – yeah, for some reason it's 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 Grand Junction esque, right? It's a it's a great track that's a little bit difficult to get to, but man, it's such a great racetrack. I I gotta go to it. It so, is. Um, yeah, our, our entries are going to exceed last year's entries at the same facility. I think our pre entry number hit what we what we hit in total entries last year, as far yeah, as two. That's what we talked about. Yep. Um, yep. it may be a little lighter than our opener last year at Cal Speed because we always get that little Cal Speed bump. But what that tells me is when we get to Cal Speed. I'm going to get, you know, a 20 or 30 card bump. And then, like you said, when we, when we get to, uh, to Sonoma, man, we're going to get another probably 20 or 30 card bump, um, with the, with the program, the, the rock Sonoma program they have there. I know. And that's, and for me, that's just, I like that development. That's really what you're trying to do. Obviously, you know, every, we always talk about 10% growth. If you can get 10% growth, you know, you launch the program, bring in the rock deal in, and it was really starting something brand new to a certain extent in Southern California and your area. Uh, and as the whole challenge in America. So I think you're drawing more people, of course, in from Canada and from other parts of the country as well. Uh, looking forward to a, to, a, to a good launch. Uh, when you look at the entries uh, that we have coming for the Tucson uh, event, the opener, is there something you look at and go, man, I'm, I'm really happy with that? Oh, I'm just, I'm excited to watch our, our, our senior shifter, our master shifter. I mean, both, both have great entries. And when you're talking about Guys like Jake French and Race Liberante and Cole Bailey and and some of the other names, Cole Shade who stepped up and had a big win last year. Um, you know we're gonna have some some really good pilots in that class for sure. And you know and then in Masters and you got you know Mike Jones and and um, Calvin Chen and and the Firestone and Campbell from Arizona and and yeah. you know, some Ron White's guys. I mean it's gonna be and it's gonna be some battles in those shifter classes for sure. I mean that's uh. Those are always fun to watch. I mean, all other classes are solid, like always. But man, I you know, the more I watch these shifter classes, it's it's pretty exciting. <laughs> all right, Andy, I appreciate you joining us, buddy. We look forward to getting out there. I know what you're taking off. When, when, when do you roll in the truck, anyways? Man, we're Eric and I and Cameron Jocelyn are rolling the first thing Sunday morning. Um, we have to be on the ground and ready Monday morning when you know when the trailer load of tire gets there and the t- trailer yep. load of fuel gets there. And I mean, you know you've been behind the scenes for so many years. You see all the logistics that have to go into this. So, so we'll be ready to go. Uh, we'll drive all day Sunday. It's about 500 miles from the shop and, um, we'll get there Sunday evening, probably right at the end of their little club race, drop the trailer and uh, be ready to go Monday morning and, uh, start parking people or, or, or parking the products and, and get rolling. That's awesome. Andy, I appreciate you joining us here at the EKN Outlap and David and I will see you on Thursday. Yes, you will. See you Thursday, Rob. Thank you, and travel safe. Always great to, to talk with Andy, David. I'm sure you heard from the from the audio there. It's 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 always a busy place. I I, 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 I suggest that he turns the phone off, but he never does, and it, it inevitably rings <laughs> through any one of the interviews I do with Andy. But I think one of the cool things he brought up there uh, was the addition to the, the the staff, and that was bringing in uh, Tyler Brooks as an assistant race director. Uh, you know, David, young blood is always great to have in the sport. Veteran guys like Taylor Jocelyn and Mark Michione, who who um, Andy has relied on as a race director and stewards and an assistant race director in the last couple of years. But to bring somebody younger like Tyler, who's got so much racing experience, top level racing experience, I think he's going to bring a really a, a really solid view. You know, that the, the different opinion, the different viewpoint to what he sees on the racetrack. <laughs> I think the key word is opinion, <laughs> because yeah, well, uh, you know, as you're as a race as a race official, you, there's mm-hmm. obviously different opinions. And as you said, uh, Taylor and and Mark kind of have that veteran uh, aspect of looking at races, where you know Angel and and Tyler now or Tyrell. Uh, may have that uh, that different approach, so we'll see how things mix uh, uh, when we get into Tucson. But yeah, again, youth into uh, that area of the sport is crucial um, yeah. because again, 
Andy's had the same people essentially doing their jobs for a number of years. And, and occasionally, you know, you have one or two leave or, or something happens and, and you got to replace others. And, and so it's always good to see more people getting involved. Agreed, agreed. All right, folks, we're going to head to our first break on this edition of the EK and Outlap. When we get back, as I said before, we'll go through the numbers from last year. As we get into each category, we'll tell you how many drivers are signed up right now for pre-entries. We're expecting some more trackside entries as well. But when we get back from this break, we'll go to the numbers and we'll talk a little bit about some new stuff for 2020. 25 years of experience, 25 years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga karts, and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, Rock Sonoma, and the KPX Karting Championship in NorCal. From Rock to Miami to Briggs, rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle. Check out leadingedgemotorsports.com to learn more. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit ShopAKRA.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, Episode 5 of the EKN Outlap, uh, brought to you by Atlanta Motorsports Park. They're actually having a karting summit in February. Check out some news on e-karting news about that. Uh, but David, let's jump into the numbers. Let's, I know you got some good notes here. Let's talk about the numbers. Let's talk about the entries from 2019, the winners and see how kind of things shook down last year. Well, last year they came out with 96 total entries. Uh, again, first time that rock, the, the, the challenge had been to Tucson with the rock cup USA banner. Uh, so it was a bit down from the opening event because again, remember Tucson was the second event in 2019. Now it's moving back to being the opening round. Uh, again, almost, almost 10 carts in every category. Micro was at only four and, and master 100 CC was at one and senior 100 CC at nine, but all the others had 10 or more entries overall. So it was, it was good. Uh, obviously the shifter, uh, ranks were were solid with uh, 30 total, 16 in senior, 14 in master, uh, and then you have 16 in senior rock and 15 in master rock. So again, those categories have been always been strong. Uh, junior rock had 10 with uh, mini at 11. Uh, so the numbers are going to be mixed around a little bit uh, this year uh, when we get into talking a little bit more about uh, each cast, each class. Some cool winners last year as well. You know, obviously we had, I think, uh, you know, you have down here that what we have, like, I think, was it three three double winners or four double four. winners on the weekend? Four. I think it was four. Uh, yeah, Felipe Sala winning both the Micro Rock races. Uh, Hunter Pickett winning both races in the senior or the senior shifter. Both shifter categories swept. Rod Clenard uh, sweeping the shifter Masters Rock on the en route to the championship. And Jimmy Gregory was the only driver in the Masters 100cc. So, of course, he won both races as well. But victories for, uh, you know, for other drivers like Ethan Ho and Cooper Becklin, Logan Toke, Enzo Delini, um, Colby Dubato, uh, Adam Kasich. 
those drivers stepping up in the opening or the the round in Tucson, and then some kid named Wesley Boswell showed up and was able to get a victory as well. I'm not sure where that guy came. Uh, from. I'm not. Sh- yeah, I'm not sure he's very talented at all. I think he kind of lucked out on that victory, but. Uh... That was such a that was such a surprise for me, David. When you were po- you know you obviously start posting your Paddock Insider stuff when I because I wasn't there last year. I only one of the things last year is we had some conflicts. This year, you and I will be at all three of the Challenger races. I missed the first two last year, but made made Sonoma. But when you had your Paddock Insider out in your first reports, I was like, what? I mean, where did this come from? Wesley Boswell, the veteran, the former Super Nationals race winner, uh, rolled in, jumps in the cart, and just goes out and schools him which I thought was awesome. Well, you will be at all three events this year. That's right. I won't be at the last again because of scheduling conflicts. Uh, But uh, I was at the first two rounds last year. I'll be at the first two rounds this year. Uh, Yeah, Boswell, again, was uh, there with uh, Eddie Shimon, helping him out uh, throughout last year. I believe he'll be again this year as well, but uh, decided, hey, you know what? Might as well just jump in and race because they were trying to do some lead fouls on practice day. Uh, well, you got to be entered to do it on Friday. So Boswell entered and decided to uh, to continue on and, and uh, was able to <laughs> score a victory. One of the, the winners I didn't mention was Macy Williams. She had a fantastic run as well at, at Tucson, and she'll be back. We'll talk more about that when we get into the categories. David, let's talk about 2020, some of the additions. You mentioned already that Tucson uh, was moved back to being the opening rounds. It was the second event last year, but moving to the, to the first round this year. Not exactly. I haven't actually asked Andy what the reason for that was. Maybe we'll do that in the happy hour, but some other adjustments a little bit uh, in the program as well. New category. Yeah, Junior 100 CC has been added for 2020. It was kind of thought of bringing it on in 2019. Andy wasn't quite convinced that the mixed engine package would work, um, but now he's moving forward with it uh, as a number of other programs have done, been able to do it uh, in at the end of 2019, including Rock the Rio. Uh, so they brought it on now. So that brings a class total now to 10 uh, for the event. And the Junior 100cc and Master 100cc will run on track together. Uh, you had mentioned that that uh, last year we had 30 drivers here at the Tucson race, uh, 16 in Senior, 14 in Master. We've got, I believe, it's 31 this time around, pre-registered for Senior and Master. So that grid growing by one. But again, we'll be, we'll be strong. The, the Rock Shifter stuff is strong coast to coast right now. Super strong, and the the field talent that is uh, in these two categories for this weekend are phenomenal, and uh, probably going to be the two highlighted classes that uh, that we're going to be watching uh, throughout uh, the weekend. Speaking of the classes and what we'll be watching, David Cole and I will go over that after this break. We're going to start with the uh, the shifter categories, throw in senior rock, master rock, and junior rock as well. After this break, it's time to go class by class here on the EKN Outlap. Hi, EKN listeners. This is Jeff Wessel from Streeter Superstands. When it comes to lifts and stands for your carts and the largest selection of shop and trailer accessories, we know all about building and giving you the best. The Streeter Superstands crew has over 30 years of experience, are cart racers just like you, and know that the Streeter name stands for durability, affordability, and most of all, quality. We're the original and genuine manufacturer of Bigfoots and Stacker Stands, and we build them right here in the USA, along with our best-selling Streeter Superlift, upright stands, and an ever-growing roster of shop and trailer accessories to outfit any trailer or garage. While some guys pretend to be number one, we prove it every day, every race. Racers demand the best, and Streeter Superstand builds it. Check us out at StreeterSuperstands.com. When it comes to the best in lifts, stands, shop and trailer accessories, and all the cool necessities to make your race day easy and organized, it's all at StreeterSuperstands.com. We innovate, not imitate. Roll with the best right now at StreeterSuperstands.com. The 2019 season has been an exciting year for Rock Cup USA, and the schedule is set to close out its biggest event on the calendar, Rock the Rio. Rockers will converge on the Rio All Suites Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas to celebrate Halloween week, competing at this premier international event on October 28th to November 2nd, all around a challenging temporary circuit with the Las Vegas Strip in the background. Rock Cup USA programs are wrapping up their 2019 seasons across the country, including the Rock the Rockies in Colorado, Rock Sonoma, and California Rock Championships in California, and many other clubs across North America. Learn more about the Rock the Real event and all things that are rock at rockcupusa.com. 
Welcome back to the EKN Outlap here on the EKN Radio Network. It's our preview podcast, the fifth edition of this show. We launched it last year before the Super Nationals. This one brought to you by Atlanta Motorsports Park. Uh, David, time for us to jump in and really have a look at the categories. We'll talk about the number of entries we have. We'll talk about some of the drivers we think are going to stand out as well. Let's start with uh, let's start with Senior Shifter Rock. 16 pre-entries coming into the event. And probably the biggest news is defending champion Ron White will be on the sidelines. He'll have the team here. He's got a bunch of guys coming to race. He'll have more throughout the year as well when we get to Sonoma and, and Cal Speed in Sonoma. But Ron was involved in a motorcycle accident a little while back, still on the mend. Potential to see him maybe at Sonoma, but right now being smart and, and taking care of the body uh, and, and taking care of his race team instead is right, right now as well. Well, he's not the young Ron White that he used to be. Uh, so yeah, he's definitely got to, to make sure the uh, the body heals. Uh, again, as we get older, uh, the body does not heal as quick as it used to. Uh, but uh, he'll definitely be there uh, making sure his race team is ready to go. Uh, so that kind of opens up the door for, for this year's championship with him not going the opening round. Uh, last year, one of the top contenders was Hunter Pickett. Uh, as we talked about, he had the two wins in Tucson last year, which kind of put him in the towards the top of the championship chase, but fell short uh, with Ron White winning both of the two two races at the season finale. So uh, Pickett's going to come back, obviously going to winning winning le- both races last year. He's going to be among the uh, the favorites to win again this 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 weekend. Yeah, let's look at some of the, the notable veteran drivers as well. You know, uh, a pre-entry from Jake French. He, uh, we'll look forward to seeing Jake come out here as well. Hannah Greenmeyer is going to run. Hannah coming off a big X30 senior win at the Supercarts USA uh, Winter Series at Homestead. Keon Tandon, a driver who's been running through the, the, uh, the shifter cart ranks for the last number of years. And out of Texas, Mark Schneider running with Leading Edge Motorsports on a Formula K chassis. Let's see if Greg Bell and that Formula K can team up with Mark Snyder like he did with Danny Formal at both Rock the Rio and the Supernats when they were able to win both main, main events. I think Jake French is definitely going to be one to watch. I look forward to seeing Hannah to see what she can do coming off that big win. But David, as well, one of the really interesting things about this Rock Shifter Senior category, which potentially will play to the fact we only have eight pre-entries in Senior Rock, there's a bunch of guys that have come up from the Junior category, David, and maybe Senior, that have moved into Shifters this year. A lot of transition moving over yeah. into the Shifter ranks uh, for the early part of 2020. Um, Hannah Greenmeyer, obviously one of them, she kind of tested the waters a little bit last year. We saw her run at Rock the Rio. Uh, so this isn't her first time in shifter carts, but but most notably in their making their shifter cart debut uh, is Jace Denmark Gessel, uh, a yeah. longtime front runner in the senior ranks for the last couple of years. Uh, last year's junior rock champion in the series, William Ferguson, he's moving up to shifter rock rather than senior rock. Ethan Ho was his one of his top challengers in the championship last year. He's moving to shifter rock. Last year's senior rock champion Cooper Becklin also moving over into the shifter rock division. So uh, a lot of notable names um, shaking up uh, the field. So uh, you add in you add the veterans in with the young guns. It's going to be a, a pretty good uh, blender uh, going into the weekend. Yeah. Let's just throw a couple more names out. Of course, uh, Micah Hendricks, who's on the podium at the Supernats in the Pro Shifter 2 category. He's running on his croc. You've got Noel Dower coming down from Canada as well. Uh, what else? We've got uh, Carly Taylor, Cole Shade with, uh, with Gary Carlton's GFC team. You've got Colton Griffin, a longtime shifter cart guy running for pure karting on a Tony cart. Uh, I like this. 16 drivers. I think this is going to be a really good battle. And, and I could, you know, I could throw five names in the hat of guys that are going to be near the front. But again, this is Tucson. Uh, you hit that setup nicely, and you get into that lead group. And I think we could see ten drivers potentially going for the podium. This is this is what I like about this category right now. And again, how good are the juniors going to be? You never know, right? When they roll out to begin the twenty twenty season, some of these guys moving up, like a William Ferguson, I think is good, are going to be fun to watch. I like it. Well, you might want to add one more because we got word that Race Liberante, the yes, Scusa Pro 2 sh- champion uh, last year, is making the trek out to Phoenix or Tucson, sorry, and uh, is going to be racing in the series. I, I believe he used to be like a mini max or even junior road tax racer back in the day in Challenging America. So uh, making his uh, return back to the series. So he's going to be another name to uh, to watch in this field. 
I uh, I saw that on social media. I like that addition. So make that essentially at least 17 entries now. We could see more. Again, one of the things about carding, I think we all know, is it's it's tough to make people pre-enter these days. A lot of people wait till afterwards and, and track side. So uh, we could see more entries coming in. But we do know this. It's going to be a big shifter card grid, a senior running with Masters. David, uh, tough to, I'm not saying tough, but I'm disappointed. We're not going to see Rod Clenard running in the shifter Masters class, the uh, champ from last year. It will not be coming back, at least this year, maybe next year. At least this year, yeah, had to get his uh, business situated. Uh, I took a lot of time out last year to do a lot of racing, including Challenging Americas and and all the uh, other rock events that happened throughout the year, including uh, with that ticket that he won with the championship going over to the Rock Cup Super Finals. So uh, a lot of racing for him last year, so he's going to take a little bit of time off. Uh, He will be at uh, some rock races at the end of the year, including Rock the Rio, so uh, expect to see him back. Uh, But again, he's gone, so that kind of opens the door. Uh, 2018 champion uh, Calvin Chen's returning. You got Nick Firestone, who was... Uh, runner-up last year and runner-up in 2018 as well. Uh, ben Schirmerhorn, who scored his uh, first series victory in the category at the end of last year, he's returning as well. Uh, so a lot of good names returning, but there's also a lot of names that are coming in to, uh, yeah. to stir up the, the fire. Well, a couple of guys that we've seen on the podium at the Supernats, one of them being a race winner in the Master Shifter Card category, Mike Jones, uh, is rolling back in. Good to see Mike's name on the list, coming in on the Sodi Kart, driver out of Texas. Terry Lawrence as well, uh, a driver out of Idaho on the VME. He's going to be strong, I think. Put Throw Kevin Woods in there, Jeff Mills uh, running for Ron White Racing. I think a, a dark horse as well will be Ron Eubanks. He's a 20-plus year shifter cart guy. We could see him up into the top five, top ten. Jason Campbell, uh, a local Arizona driver. He's going to be strong. Nick George as well. How about Jimmy McNeil? We haven't even talked about Jimmy McNeil yet. Yeah, another three, what, three-time <laughs> Super Nationals winner, uh, yeah. Pro Tour champion. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy McNeil, I don't think he's ever been at a challenge race. So this this uh, this could be his debut. So uh, we'll see uh, how he's able to mix in uh, with uh, the guys who are t- used to uh, running the series and, and used to the rock engine. I like to see it. So good good field, as we said, uh, for the, the, the Masters drivers. And, David, we talked about guys – moving essentially from the single speed rock to the shifter cart category. And that's, that's leaving us with right at this point now uh, eight entries in the rock senior class. Hopefully we'll see some more when we, uh, when we roll in next year, but uh, I mean, rather next week or this, this weekend, we had 16 last year, eight as a pre-entry interesting uh, development for the senior rock class. It is. But when you have the number of drivers that are moving, uh, out uh, to the shifter rock division, yeah. it leaves a it leaves a gap in the senior rock. So uh, that's that's why we're at the number that we're at. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a couple more so we can get over into the double digits uh, for the entry count at least for the category. But uh, returning, uh, as we said, uh, moving to shifter rock was uh, defending champion Cooper Beckland. So he's he's leaving a void now. So uh, in the championship race, that's going to be uh, headed probably most likely by Jake Drew and Colby Dubato. Uh, they were de- the uh, lead contenders in the championship last year. Um, so they'll be uh, they'll be in Tucson and among the favorites entering the weekend. But you also have to look at uh, Oliver Calvo, who's uh, making his series debut as one of the lead contenders. Yeah, Oliver had a really strong run in the 100cc event uh, in Vegas. He's running with Greg Bell at Leading Edge Motorsports on a Praga. I think he'll be very strong. Uh, at the challenge, and we don't get to see them any other time because they run up in Canada and, and of course, uh, focus their stuff north of the border. But both Adam Dowler uh, and Griffin Dowler will be running uh, with their Apollo team under the RPM tent this particular weekend. I think they'll be good. Uh, Jensen Altman also in the the, the fight and a couple of drivers coming up from the junior category. Uh, did Eddie, Sh- Eddie Shimon ran junior last year, I think, did he not? Eddie Shimon was in senior. It was in senior. Okay. Yeah. Liam Letch is the driver moving up from junior, yes. correct? Yeah. Liam Letch right. was the driver moving up uh, from the junior ranks, uh, again, because some of the other junior drivers went to Schiffer Rock. So uh, he'll, Liam is uh, is a lone graduate from junior. But uh, again, a pretty strong field. Uh, it should be a good battle uh, as the uh, drivers kind of size each other up uh, throughout the weekend. Yeah, looking forward to that. Let's go to Masters Rock now, David. 11 pre-entries coming in. Uh, and, the, you know, the... Anytime you see this guy, 
you know he's going to challenge for the championship. I don't care what it is because he's got championships in almost – he's got it probably in all three, right? Rotax championship, Scusa championship, challenge of the Americas championship. That's, I'm talking about Derek Wang. He's uh, – anytime a Masters race comes up and Derek Wang's involved, you got to say he's the primary guy, at least one of the primary guys to go for a race win and a title. Yeah, last year was his first year racing in the master category. Typically ran yeah. uh, senior Rotax and did some senior rock racing as well, too. So uh, moved to the master's class, won the uh, last two rounds of the uh, championship to cap off a six-podium run to earn the championship and a well-deserved championship because it was over Bill Cleveland, who we know is among the top veteran racers that we have in our sport today. Yeah, Cleveland back again for 2020 here on the Challenge of the Americas program. Eric Jackson, a former uh, champion as well. Jackson, he's a, he's a Challenge of Americas champion, correct? 2008 was uh, the there championship for him. So, uh, yeah, this year, that that was on the uh, VME, but uh, now moving over to uh, Tony Kart this, uh, this weekend. Interesting. Also, uh, you got Streets of Lancaster winner Nick DeGraff. He'll be on a VME cart this weekend as well. And uh, we're going to get Chad Wallace back. Always great to, to hang out with Chad. And, and he's he's one of those guys that always has blinding speed, could find himself on the podium. Every once in a while, drops a wheel here and there. He keeps on the racetrack. I think Chad Wallace could find himself on the podium as well. He'll definitely challenge for it, right? Definitely have a chance to uh, ch- to challenge for a podium. Uh, but one name that's missing, uh, Paul Bonilla. We uh, we might not know. We don't know quite yet if he's going to be there. Uh, Long time challenging America's racer and competitor. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he's one of those at track entries. Is he is he like holding off? Like I'm not coming. I'm not coming. I'm coming. Who knows? You know, it's Paul Bonilla. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Uh, all right. So again, kind of went over what we saw in the Masters Rock class. Good field in junior rock, even with all the ones, David, all the guys that and that you have talked about who have transitioned either into senior or into the senior shifter class, still 14 pre-entries. And we've got a number of drivers who have moved up from the mini class, but 14 drivers, including William Ferguson, um, who probably Ferguson, who moved on. Ethan Ho moves on. Liam Lech moves on. It's going to open the door for somebody else to come in and battle for the championship. And we said, see that every year. Top guys win championships. They move out. New crew comes in, their, their their turn to learn how to race for wins, to learn how to race for championships. Who do you think uh, right now looking at uh, at the lineup, who do you think we're going to see up front? You look at last year's title, Chase uh, Ferguson with the championship. It was Ethan Ho in second and Liam Lech in fourth. So you take three of the top four away. Yeah. Uh, you kind of look uh, – at the championship chase after that, uh, Macy Williams actually finished in third. So she's going to be among the top contenders. Uh, Haley and Cole Schra- uh, Schrader, they'll be uh, returning as well. They were top 10 uh, in the championship chase along with Ray Myers. Uh, those, so those are the uh, four top returning drivers uh, coming into uh, 2020. Uh, but you look at the at the list, uh, entry list, it's it's a good handful of new names, but also drivers who are moving yeah. up from the mini rocks. So it's a it's a good base uh, for for the Challenge of the Americas to have uh, the solid of a junior rock program. Yeah, last year's mini rock champion Enzo Delee coming in. Of course, his final race as a mini driver was that Super Nationals uh, battle with Kai Sorensen. You know, side by side across the line. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I'm really looking forward to see how Enzo picks it up and immediately jumps into the fight. We'll see what kind of speed he has out of the gate uh, come you know Friday. And, of course, when we go live on EKN with the happy hour, we'll be seeing where the drivers stack up uh, when we finally get everybody on the transponders on the very last session. Uh, Ian Q moving up as well. Patrick Molnar, who we watched come through the micro in the mini class. He's moving his way up into junior as well. One of the guys we talked about last year, a really strong end of the season, was Max Opalski. Got super hot, David, at the end of 2019, and Opalski uh, lining up to, to run as well in this junior rock class. Yeah, Opalski is is ended uh, 2019 on a hot streak. Uh, got a number, a couple of, of victories and, and podium finishes. So he's going to be uh, one to watch. Uh, another one to watch uh, will include AJ Zarcone, a uh, driver who moved up from cadet to junior towards the end of last year. So he's another driver that could uh, put down some good speed to be able to be competitive. Uh, so again, a lot of, uh, a lot of names that uh, we'll be kind of watching because we're not sure going to, who's going to really stand out until we get to the track. 
Yeah, one of my dark horses, I've watched him over the last little while do well, was pretty strong at uh, the, the Spring Nationals, I remember, in Utah. Also was great at the streets of Lancaster. Alex Berg out of Calgary, Alberta, running for Ryan Perry Motorsports. Uh, Alex's dad, Alan Berg, actually a, a former champion, uh, Mexican F3 back in the day, also was one of the uh, only Canadians to uh, to run in Formula One. He's got his own racing school as well, the Allenberg Racing School. But he's, of course, coaching to a certain extent his son, Alex, leaving it up to Ryan Perry Motorsports as well. You know, dads need to step back, even though they're former F1 drivers and Hall of Famers up in Canada. Uh, but I think Alex Berg's going to be a, a dark horse as well. I, I have a feeling that he is going to be battling there among the top five. So a lot of great drivers in Junior Rock, 14 in total. Folks, final break of this edition of the EKN Outlap. When we come back, uh, David and I are going to talk about the 100cc categories, all three of them, and we'll talk about mini and micro rock as well before putting a cap on this edition of the podcast. Stay with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Team GFC is focused on 2020, and we're set to make our debut at the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour in the East and return for more victories at the Challenge of the Americas in the West. We have arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the mini and micro classes, utilizing our all-new GFC RR5 Cadet chassis, which made its debut at the Scusa Super Nationals. Join Gary Carlton and his passionate team in either of these popular winter programs to kick off the 2020 season on a winning note. Team GFC is extremely excited about launching its new Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with over 25 years racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram, or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC in 2020. GFC, live your passion. Welcome back to episode number five of the EKN Outlap. Myself, Rob Howden, and David Cole breaking down and kind of previewing the upcoming Challenge of the Americas opener at Muscleman Honda Kart Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, David and I hitting the air on Thursday. Uh, of course, we'll be trackside Thursday afternoon. I'll be there Thursday afternoon. David coming in a bit later. We'll both be there uh, early on Friday morning to get things set up. And, uh, of course, make sure you follow us on social media to get all the, the inside shots. We'll give you a good feel for what it's like going through the paddock. And, of course, drivers will be on track all day prepping for main events on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, David, uh, interesting. I was—I actually got on track with these 100cc drivers last year at the finale at Sonoma when Andy Saisman gave, gave me the chance to run one of his Burrells with the FL, uh, FLR 100cc engine on it, the Vortex. Uh, I like the fact that we've grown to 13 entries. We'll talk more about Masters 100cc as well, four uh, this year, matching the high total at Sonoma on Sunday last year. But you mentioned Colby Dubato already when we talked about Senior Rock. He's definitely going to be the guy to watch early on here in, in Senior 100cc as the, as the defending champion. Yeah, not too many double-duty drivers uh, at the Challenge in the Americas. Obviously, with uh, just a senior and junior or senior and master last year, but now we have senior, master, and junior. So we'll see maybe a couple more uh, compared to last year. But Colby Dubato was quick in both uh, Senior Rock and Senior 100cc categories uh, was able to score the championship last year 
uh, ending the year with uh, three straight victories to earn himself the championship. So obviously comes into uh, this weekend uh, with a target on his back as the defending champion. But uh, you also have Jackson Dunn and Everest Fedler as uh, returning contenders. Uh, so they'll be ones to watch as well when we get to uh, the track on Friday. Yeah, four drivers coming in with Greg Welch and Forward Direction Motorsports. Uh, Tommy Trailer as well, making the jump up to the senior category for Trailer Kart Tech. He's uh, a PKRA member in Phoenix. Uh, other drivers to potentially watch, Toby Longnecker, again, a guy that we've watched uh, do well. Uh, he d- does a lot of four-cycle racing. Uh, he'll be, I believe, on Illuminos this weekend. You mentioned Jackson Dunn already. I, I like the lineup. Nathan Martin was actually there this past weekend. Uh, and we'll see if he's able to to find a bit more speed as well. I, I just like the way things are shaking up. I like 13 guys in, in senior 100cc. I want to see this keep growing. I'd love to see 15, 20, 25 before the end of the season because I think you and I both know how great this 100cc program is. And it's really, David, everywhere we go, it's expanding. People jumping on board with 100cc. Certainly expanding. Uh, hopefully we'll get the master's category expanding because – uh, as we go into this weekend, it's expanded by four times, I believe, compared to last yeah. year's numbers. Yeah, last year, of course, Jimmy Gregory was the only driver for the first two weekends. That's kind of what what fired up uh, Andy Saisman to say, hey, why don't you come out and 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 jump in and, and drive with, with Jimmy? And when we did that, Calvin Chen came out as well. And then one of the local drivers from Sonoma came out to join in the fun on, on Sunday. We had four drivers in the Sunday battle. They'll have four, David, this weekend in Tucson. Jimmy Gregory, the 2019 champions back. He's going to run, but man, let's throw a couple of big dogs in there as well. Tim Meyer and Nick DeGraff coming to play too. Yeah, Tim Meyer won the Rock the Rio event uh, at the end of this year uh, in the Master 100cc category. An amazing third to first pass uh, to secure the lead and then go on to score the victory. Uh, and then Nick DeGraff, uh, um, Master Rock race winner last year. Um, able to uh is now uh, doing double duty as well him and Merrick so they'll they'll be doing double duty both of them uh this weekend uh so that kind of ups the ante a little bit uh in the master 100 cc category and then you throw in uh Dana Estes uh race dad last year now uh getting back behind the wheel yeah I'd love to see that Dana Estes running a VME for SoCal cart sales and again, 100cc looking good let's jump to junior David because this is a brand new category and they're launching with four carts that's a Great baseline to start from. Again, once this thing rolls, numbers breed numbers. Ideally, we'll see some more 100cc junior drivers come out and join us at uh, at Calspeed when we get back there in February. Uh, one of the drivers running double duty, you said not a bunch of them are, but Alex Berg will be running double duty as well. So he's going to get a lot of seat time over the weekend, which could play well for him potentially running for a win in, in this 100cc class. Yeah, you cannot replace seat time. Uh, it's yeah. certainly a, a, a key factor into helping you uh, on the weekend. Uh, as we know, driving-wise, uh, any any seat time is good seat time, so it's good. Uh, he'll be joined by a, a fellow uh, Calgaryan, uh, Kiefer Pete, uh, coming down from Canada, along with uh, California racer Stephen Brucker and Andrew Chapman. So uh, that rounds out the four-driver field for that class. One of the uh, programs that uh, Andy Saisman, of course, has to work on in, in terms of trying to keep de- – he's trying to develop the rock program up and down the West Coast, and that's really kind of the p- driver pool for the Challenge of the Americas. It's a winter series, just like the Florida Winter Tour and the Scusa Winter Series. It's all about giving drivers an opportunity, especially those that run regionally or nationally, who want to get out of the cold and maybe want to get some racing done in the, in the off season to come down to one weekend a month and get some seat time. So micro rock and mini rock, only three drivers in each of the categories. That's the low point, essentially, of the program this year. And Dave, that really kind of speaks to the simple landscape, the foundation of rock racing in the West Coast right now. There's you know a, there's a, a program going in Sonoma, Rock Sonoma. They're trying to build it slowly in Southern California. Uh, Andy has the California Rock Cha- Championship now, which is the, the the summer series for rock. But when you don't have rock running at clubs or whatever it may be, that's what you're not able to pull, right? Especially the younger drivers. Micro rock, there's three drivers. Mini rock, three as well. Yeah, and the fact that uh, a lot of the drivers who were in the championship racing at all in the mini rock category last year at Challenge (laughs) Americas, a lot of them have moved up to the junior ranks. So that's that's also part of the issues in cadet racing overall when you look at it is 
is some years you have a, a small graduating class that move up to junior. Some years you have a large graduating class. And and sometimes the the drivers, the new drivers moving in or drivers moving up from micro aren't just enough, aren't enough to, to fill up those gaps. Yeah. So uh, that, it's, it's the just, ebbs and flows. Yeah. That's it's it. just kind of the wave of, of the industry and how it goes. And, and as you, but as you said, though, uh, you know, it's still building that base. Uh, this is the third year that challenging America's, is under the Rock Cup USA banner, so it's still uh, in that uh, building the foundation years. So you know, once we get uh, a couple more years down the road and numbers are 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 not improving, which I doubt they will, or I don't think they won't. Sorry, let me say that. I I believe they will grow. <laughs> there you uh, go. We just have to wait. You know, it takes time. Yeah. Uh, it just it's like it's just like growing a plant. That's it. Ten uh, percent growth, I always say. As long as you have ten percent growth every year, it's growing. That's it. Just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Compound interest, baby. Ten percent growth uh, in the mini rock class. Only one driver actually with Challenge of the Americas experience, and that's uh, Alex Rantala. He'll be running with Ron White Racing on a CRG. Alex Chartier coming in from Alberta uh, on a VME with the S Team Racing, and then Tristan Young as well with VME. In the micro-rock category, we have a couple drivers actually coming back. Cypress Andrews and Nico Sarfati are coming back. Uh, Kyle Drysdale will be new. Drysdale running with Ruthless Karting on a Nitro. Andrews with Leading Edge Motorsports on a Formula K. And Nico Sarfati, as we've seen from uh, from Gary Carlton's uh, abundant social media. He really he really works social media. GFC does. And Nico, uh, part of his young driver development program. So, again, three drivers in micro Three drivers and mini, they'll put a good show on for us. I expect to potentially run them together on the racetrack. But, David, there it is. That's the breakdown of the categories that we're going to see this year on the Challenge of the Americas. Should be a, should be a great weekend. Just a, like we said, started with it. I can end with it here, too. Just a tremendous racetrack. The, the battlers are going to be good. If we get these three micros and three minis running together, battling it out, that's all we ever need. It'll be a, it'll be a fun race to watch, right? Yeah, eight race groups on the weekend. So mini and Mike, mini and micro will run together along with junior and master 100 cc. So those two categories together, mini and micro together. So eight race groups overall on the weekend, uh, which will provide eight exciting uh, races throughout uh, Saturday and Sunday. Let's wrap things up, folks. Uh, if you want to listen, of course, if you you're, obviously if you're listening to the Outlap podcast, you're probably fired up to listen to our our broadcast. If you're not going to be in Tucson throughout the weekend. Uh, ecardinews.com slash live. That is where our live page is. We'll stream live timing there. We stream the live play-by-play there as well. When you tune in, we at, you'll see it, of course, on social media. We'll post it up. Please do us a favor. Share that post. We want more people to know that we want more people to see that URL so they can jump on and listen as well. Great way to expose our sport and, and push it out to all your followers if you share. If you're listening, post on. Here's where I'm listening from. Here's the guy or girl that I'm cheering for. And here's the URL. Uh, That's the way you follow the action all weekend long. We'll be live, of course, in happy hour in the afternoon, that happy hour session. Greg Bell is going to join us from Leading Edge Motorsports. We always sit down with Andy Saisman to talk about the program. Uh, And then, of course, full qualifying to main events on Sunday. Remember, we're West Coast time, Pacific time in Tucson. Mm -hmm. It's Pacific, right? I believe it's it's mountain time or is it Pacific? I believe it's mountain. Let me get the... And find out that for sure. David's going to come back with that. Also, you can always follow us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We do the top 10 results on Facebook and Twitter. We'll throw some more stuff up there. I want to play around a little bit with some from Facebook Live as well. We'll do some of that. David and I will play with that. He does confirm it is mountain time. So remember that if you're trying to tune in, we are mountain time. So we'll start a little bit later if you're tuning in from the east. Instagram, a great place to follow us. We'll have stuff on the main Instagram, but we're, you know, we always like to play with the Instagram story as well. Give you lots of insights and shots from the, uh, the event itself. Cole will be trackside like he is. So taking tons of pictures of the action. And of course, what's happening on pit lane. And you can always follow us with our hashtags as well. We will use uh, at EKN at Coda and at Coda 2020. And you'll see at Team Cooper Tire as well, because Cooper Tire signing on once again as our presenting sponsor of the 2020 EKN Trackside Live Tour. Race number two for me, David Cole. Race number one for you, buddy. You're coming out of the gate. Ready to go at Tucson. I don't think we're going to be able to put a Cooper Tire banner around the uh, the scoring tower. It's a little too high. It's too small. The, the size of the banner, <laughs> it, it would go all the way around one time. That's I'm just rough. wondering how we would put it up there. It would be That's a little true. bit of a, of a gamble, but uh, That's, yeah, yeah, That's looking, right. looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to have uh, great racing, great food, great company. Uh, all three th- three good reasons to uh, to head to Tucson. 
Yeah, karting's all about having a good time, folks. I know that a lot of people look at it and say, hey, I'm trying to develop. I want to become a professional race car driver. I think we all know that, that uh, that's a, a low possibility, but you push hard. More kart- Karting's more about having a great time with your family, learning family values, learning about the technical side, how to approach pressure. Uh, you learn so much in the sport itself. It's not just about trying to become a professional race car driver. It's family time, and uh, and it's just great to be out at the racetrack. David, final thoughts before we cap it off? Uh, In-N-Out Burger, tacos, <laughs> yeah. In-N-Out Burger, uh, tacos. easy trip from the airport to uh, the hotel. That's going to be nice. Uh, Silver Saddle? Isn't it called the Silver Saddle? Isn't that where we're going Sunday Silver night? Silver Saddle. Maybe, or maybe the, the other place we went to last year. That, that, right. was, that was different. Uh, right. But In-N-Out Burger, yeah. I know, Dave. That's for you. It'll be your first In-N-Out of 2020. Hashtag Burger Tour 2020. More so just getting out of this cold weather. This this week's Agreed. been cold. I literally haven't left the house in two days, but I'm I'm, uh, I'm heading out today. I got to do some errands before I leave. So yeah, I get the, it. You're going to be the smelly one. Dude, it's cold. <laughs> I shower every day. That's what I do. All right, David. Thank you so much, bud. I appreciate it. Uh, get yourself packed up. We're heading to Tucson. Folks, I do appreciate you tuning into the ECAN Radio Network. Thank you so much. If you haven't already, if you're listening to the podcast and not either on the ECAN, you listen on ecardinews.com slash radio. At any time. That's the radio link and live stream on the website. You download the ECAN Radio Network app. You can listen to us anytime, anywhere on your phone. <clears throat> Hook that up. Put it on the car when you're driving to work, coming home. But we do appreciate it. Thank you so much. You can listen. You can download on iTunes, Google Play. You can put it on your library and Spotify. You can always go to podbean.com as well. Folks, we're done. Episode 5 of the EKN Outlap brought to you by the Atlanta Motorsports Park. We give the preview for the Challenge of the Americas opener in Tucson, Arizona this coming weekend. We hope you tune in. It's going to be some great racing to kick off the Challenge for 2020. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.